Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Friday, December 1st, and we start with local news. Farm Service Agency in Murray County this week announced that ranchers and livestock producers can apply for assistance from the Livestock Forage Disaster Program, or LFP, for grazing losses incurred in 2023. Drought conditions in Murray County have triggered availability of the Livestock Forage Disaster Program, said Clint Bain, County Executive Director. LFP provides compensation to livestock producers who have suffered grazing losses due to drought. We encourage producers to contact our office for an appointment and to learn what records they need to have on hand to apply for assistance, he said. Bain said the program covers full season improved pasture, warm season improved pasture, cool season improved pasture, native pasture, forage sorghum, short season small grains, long season small grains, annual crabgrass, and annual ryegrass. For losses due to drought, an eligible livestock producer must own or lease grazing land or pasture land physically located in a county meeting drought intensity criteria rated by the U.S. Drought Monitor. A list of eligible counties for LFP drought may be found on the FSA website by visiting www.fsa.usda.gov. Eligible livestock include alpacas, beef cattle, buffalo or bison, beefalo, dairy cattle, deer, elk, emus, equine, goats, llamas, reindeer, or sheep that have been or would have been grazing the eligible grazing land or pasture land during the normal grazing period. Producers must provide a completed application and supporting documents to their FSA office within 30 calendar days after the end of the calendar year in which the grazing loss occurred. Applicants should collect records documenting their losses and evidence that the grazing land or pasture land is owned or leased. Additional supporting documents include federal grazing permits and contract grower agreements. For more information or to make an appointment, contact the Murray County FSA office at 931-388-1307, extension 2. Additional USDA disaster assistance information can be found at www.farmers.gov, including USDA resources specifically for producer impacted by drought and wildlife, I'm sorry, wildfire, and the disaster assistance recovery tool, Disaster at a Glance Fact Sheet, and Farm Loan Discovery Tool. For SFA and Natural Resources Conservation Service programs, producers should contact their local USDA service center. For assistance with a crop insurance claim, producers and landowners should contact their crop insurance agent. Columbia State nursing student Valicia Puckett was recently awarded as the first recipient of the Leadership Murray Class of 2022 Endowed Scholarship through the Columbia State Community College Foundation. As a graduate of Leadership Murray, I was glad to participate with fellow alums in creating this scholarship, said Bethany Lay, Columbia State Vice President for Advancement and Executive Director of the Columbia State Foundation. The Columbia State Foundation is excited to introduce the first student recipient to representatives of Leadership Murray, she said. As part of their class project, members of Leadership Murray Class of 2022 were determined to establish a scholarship to support and encourage students residing in Murray County in continuing their education. Other alums of Leadership Murray and friends joined with them to accomplish this goal. The leadership was, I'm sorry, the scholarship was created to assist Murray County residents who are enrolled in a degree or certificate program of study, 
Puckett, a Spring Hill resident, is the first recipient of the endowed scholarship. I chose to go to Columbia State because the community seems so close and more interested in my success than at a big traditional four-year college, said Puckett. I also know that the nursing program here is very flexible to my needs as a student, she said. Upon graduating, Puckett plans on transferring to the University of Tennessee Southern to pursue her bachelor's degree in nursing. She hopes to eventually join the Air National Guard to be an OBGYN or a psychiatric nurse or become a nurse practitioner. Each year, the Leadership Murray class selects a class project to benefit the community, said Kara Williams, director of the Murray County Chamber of Commerce and Leadership Murray coordinator. I'm very proud of the class of 2022 for selecting an endowment scholarship at Columbia State, one of the greatest assets in Murray County. This will continue to touch students' lives for years to come. Congratulations to the first recipient, she said. I would definitely recommend Columbia State because of how small it is and how many campuses there are, said Puckett of her time at Columbia State. They are very flexible when helping you with your specific needs. I had a rough time transitioning and adjusting to the college life, and the professors and advisors here really helped me get to where I am today. I really enjoy this school, and there's something for everybody, she said. Visit www.columbiastate.edu forward slash foundation forward slash give for more information. A celebrated annual holiday tradition in Columbia is the Murray Christmas Historic Home Tour, which dates all the way back to 1951. Started as the majestic Middle Tennessee Tour of Homes, it has become a much-anticipated holiday activity. Tickets are $25 and grants visitors access to all the sites featured in this year's tour. Proceeds will benefit the Athenaeum's annual operating costs and restoration efforts. The self-guided tour will be open from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Friday and Saturday. For more information, call 931-797-3316. This year's featured homes and historic sites include the Athenaeum, which is the tour headquarters located at 808 Athenaeum Street in Columbia, the Corsi House, located at 206 Pleasant Street in Mount Pleasant, the Gibbons Home at 811 School Street in Columbia, the James K. Polk Home and Museum, of course, on 301 West 7th Street, the Newman Home, located at 505 Washington Avenue in Mount Pleasant, St. John's Episcopal Church, located at 6497 Trotwood Avenue, Historic Elm Springs at 2357 Park Plus Drive, as well as the National Confederate Museum, and the Price Home, located at 209 North Main Street in Mount Pleasant. The Government Finance Officers Association of the United States and Canada, or GFOA, has awarded the Certificate of Achievement for Excellence in Financial Reporting to the City of Columbia for its annual comprehensive financial report for the fiscal year that ended June 30th of 2022. This is now the 24th year the city has been awarded this honor. The report has been judged by an impartial panel to meet the high standards of the program, which includes demonstrating a constructive spirit of full disclosure to clearly communicate its financial story and motivate potential users and user groups to read the report. I'm very proud of the team's work preparing the annual financial report for the 24th consecutive year, said Assistant City Manager Thad Jablonski. We take pride in producing an annual financial report, as well as a condensed version of the report that is accurate and informative for the City Council, management, and Columbia citizens, he said. The Certificate of Achievement is the highest form of recognition in the area of governmental accounting and financial reporting, and its attainment represents a significant accomplishment by a government and its management. 
This award reflects the goal of the city to serve as a financially responsible government entity that also provides excellent services to citizens. Columbia Mayor Chaz Mulder stated, I am once again proud of our finance team at City Hall, including Thad Jablonski and everyone else who plays a part in ensuring our financial reporting remains second to none. We have no greater responsibility than to ensure transparency and responsibility with all taxpayer dollars. This award is the latest example in our commitment to that goal and our ability to succeed on that goal. The City of Columbia's annual comprehensive financial reports can be viewed on the city's website at www.columbiatn.com. To learn more about the GFOA award, you can go to www.gfoa.org. Murray Regional Health will host a walk-in career event for positions in clinical and non-clinical areas on the second Thursday of each month, beginning December 14th from 3 to 6 p.m. in the Human Resources Conference Room at Murray Regional Medical Center, located at 1224 Trotwood Avenue in Columbia. Applicants interested in joining a nationally recognized healthcare system should bring a copy of their resume to this hiring event. No application is required. During the visit, candidates will have the opportunity to speak with members of a, the talent acquisition team about positions and opportunities at Murray Regional Health's southern Middle Tennessee locations, as well as to learn more about comprehensive benefits, educational assistance programs, and more. Positions of possible interest include, but are not limited to, nurse technician, registered nurse, physical therapist, pharmacy technician, licensed practical nurse, medical lab technician, registrars, dietary services, facility services, and environmental services. Applicants who are unable to attend the walk-in event on December 14th but are interested in exploring open positions are encouraged to contact the Human Resources Department at 931-380-4017 or by emailing careers at murrayregional.com. Murray Regional Health is a not-for-profit regional health system serving southern Middle Tennessee through its hospitals, clinics, surgery centers, outpatient facilities, and physician practice group. Located in Columbia, Murray Regional Medical Center serves as the flagship hospital. The system also includes Marshall Medical Center in Lewisburg, Wayne Medical Center in Waynesboro, Lewis Health Center in Hohenwald, Murray Regional Medical Group physician practices across the region, and several outpatient facilities. Murray Regional Health offers one of the most comprehensive and competitive benefits packages in Middle Tennessee, including medical, dental, and vision insurance programs, merit-based pay increases, flexible shift options, an on-site daycare center, education assistance for qualifying candidates, access to earned wages before payday, financial counseling and career navigation support, local discounts, and more. The Murray County Commission met Monday, November 20th to approve a number of items, including a resolution that would provide additional funding for lobbyists to support amending the 2006 County Powers Relief Act, sparking a debate over the county's representation on the matter. The resolution would provide an additional $25,000 for lobbying efforts for the upcoming legislative session. The commission has already approved $75,000 to go towards the hiring of one lobbyist. The efforts are part of the fight to pass an impact fee, which would allow local commissions to decide how fees would be used to pay for growth from incoming developments. In 2006, a bill known as the County Powers Relief Act was passed, allowing local governments to enact adequate facilities taxes on new developments. However, the bill limited the ability of counties or municipalities to increase impact fees via pro private acts of the legislature. 
Earlier this year, a bill seeking to remedy the problem, which was sponsored by Representative Scott Sapicki, failed to pass the House Property and Planning Subcommittee. Representative Sipiki, who was not in attendance for the meeting, was brought up several times by county commissioners who questioned his representation. I think we do have a representative, but that particular representative has not attended the last three meetings when we discussed this matter, District 8 Commissioner Ray Jeter said. Quite frankly, I feel like we are not being represented properly on this matter. Otherwise, I would not be in favor of spending this money for a lobbyist, he said. District 10 Commissioner Danny Grooms shared the same sentiments. For two years, we tried to get this passed through the legislature. For two years, it's been shot down, Groom said, asking that Representative Kip Capley be included in the meetings. If we don't do something, then all we do is sit here and talk. Either we put up the money to try to get this through, to get some relief for the people of this county, or we keep going down the road that we're going, he said. However, Murray County Mayor Sheila Butt said Representative Sipiki has been working on many bills. We do have a representative, and I have been a representative, but there are other bills that a representative is working on as well, Mayor Butt said. He needs help to go into those offices and get this bill passed for us, among other bills, she said. To me, I've always thought you have to make an investment sometimes to make money. This is an investment for us to eventually have some kind of fee, some kind of developers pay, pay in to help us with what we have to do to continue the growth in Murray County, she said. The contract will be reviewed by County Attorney Daniel Murphy with an out clause as part of the agreement. The Tennessee General Assembly will reconvene on Tuesday, January 9th. The lights will shine bright as the countdown to Christmas begins with Columbia's Main Street, Columbia Main Street's 37th annual Christmas Parade in Tree Lighting, which will be this Saturday. The event will once again take place in historic downtown Columbia from 6 to 8 p.m. with this year's lineup featuring a record number of 120 participants and floats, according to a City of Columbia press release. Kicking off the holiday season with the Christmas parade and tree lighting truly warms your heart and puts a smile on your face, Columbia Main Street Manager Kelly Johnson said. I am thrilled for the community and businesses to be a part of this annual event because it shows how magical and unique our town truly is. I encourage all to come early and stay late for this festive event that takes place in the heart of historic downtown Columbia, she said. Leading the parade as this year's Grand Marshal will be retired Colonel Ashley Brown, whom Johnson said was the first name on this year's list of potential candidates. Johnson said Brown was an obvious choice not only as a civil servant, a retired U.S. Army National Guard veteran, but as somebody who truly represents Columbia well, she said. We're really excited to have him be a part of the parade this year, she said. We know it was the right choice. Brown first joined the Army at age 17, rising to the rank of platoon sergeant by age 20. He steadily rose through the ranks until Brown was promoted to colonel in 1988. He is also an honorary colonel on the staff of the governors of Kentucky, Alabama, and Tennessee, and is an honorary professor of military science at the U.S. Army Reserve Forces School in St. Louis, Missouri. In 1969, Brown was elected to the Murray County Court, now known as the Murray County Commission, as well as serving as chairman of the Rules and Alcohol Beverage Boards. He also served on the Budget, Hospital, and Schools Committees. He's just one of those guys where you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone to say anything bad about Ashley Brown, but you'll have a lot wanting to say something good about Ashley Brown, Mayor Chaz Mulder said. As a local Kiwanian, Brown served as president of Columbia Kiwanis from 1980 to 81 and remains an active member. Brown's other civic roles include serving as a member of the Murray Regional Hospital Advisory Board, Murray County Mental Health Board, Murray County Civil Service Commission, and president of UGF. 
He is also a past commander of American Legion post-19. Brown was awarded an outstanding awarded as Outstanding Citizen of the Year in 2002 and 2009 by Columbia Civitan and Golden K Kiwanis Clubs. The parade will begin starting at 6 p.m., featuring several holiday-themed floats, marching bands, costumed characters, as well as local churches, businesses, nonprofits, and other civic groups all making their way down West 7th Street. Santa will then light the 40-foot Christmas tree to operate around 7.15 p.m. on the Murray County Courthouse steps. Entertainment will be provided by DJ Amped Eric McCamless, as well as an original song performed by Marta Alberason and trophy presentations to multiple Best of Parade winners. It will be a hit when Santa lights the tree and people can hang around, dance, and have fun, Johnson said. Marta is also coming back after singing in last year's parade. The song she is singing this year she wrote about last year's parade experience. It will definitely become a Columbia Christmas Parade classic, she said. With a record-setting lineup, Johnson said additional prep work was done to ensure a steady flow for participants throughout the night. There will also be a new, somewhat interactive opportunity for kids featured this year. Logistically, the parade should be better for participants who are lining up along the parade route, Johnson said. We are also handing out around 700 giveaways to kids in the crowd. It's like a glow stick, but more, which will be fun to see light up among the crowd, she said. This year's Grand Marshal sponsor is Stan McNabb Chevrolet of Columbia. I'm so excited for this year's Columbia Main Street Christmas Parade and tree lighting celebration, 37 years and going strong, Mayor Mulder said. I can't wait to welcome our residents and visitors alike in what will be a magical night in Columbia, he said. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have some rain today, which will taper off early, followed by cloudy weather for the remainder of the day. The high will be 63 degrees with winds out of the south at 10 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect cloudy skies early, then off and on rain showers overnight. The low will be 54. The chance of overnight rain, 50%. For your weekend forecast, we will see more clouds and a 60% chance of rain on Saturday and Saturday night. Sunday, it will begin clearing a bit with partly cloudy skies. Saturday and Sunday's highs will be in the low 60s. Overnight temps will be in the low 50s. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why your satisfaction is so important to Jeff Hargrove and Susie Sowell. There's a great deal of satisfaction in serving a family and serving them well. It's an eye for detail and thoughtfulness, and taking the time to see that things are done right. We do have nice facilities and good people, and we work hard to do things well. But we don't want that to intimidate people as to what they think it will cost. Taking care of you is our primary concern. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. 
At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Are you a homeowner looking to unlock the potential of your home equity? Explore a home equity loan with First Farmers. Hi, this is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and we would like to invite you to access funds with a home equity loan. For home improvements, invest in education, or simplify your finances, you can make your dreams a reality with the power of your home equity. Get started today. Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with one of our team specialists at 1-800-882-8378, Equal Housing Lender. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Jingle bells, houses sell all the time of the year. To get the most out of your house, let us help you there. With free home staging, yard landscaping, and some free repairs. We will carve for you to make your dreams come true. Mr. Grinch, beware. Merry Christmas to you and your family from George Varalis and The Way Realty. And remember, Jesus is the reason for the season. Jesus Christ changes lives. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. 
This program is sponsored in part by George Vrilis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. A group of Tennessee voters, including former Knoxville mayor and longtime Republican Victor Ash, have filed a federal lawsuit challenging a new law requiring polling places to inform voters that it is illegal to vote in a primary election without being a bona fide political party member. The lawsuit alleges there is no legal mechanism to determine a voter's bona fide party credentials, and the law could spark voter confusion. Tennessee does not require voters to register by political party, meaning voters choose at the polls what party primary ballot they prefer. Along with Ash, the League of Women Voters of Tennessee and Knoxville voter Phil Lawson filed the lawsuit Wednesday in U.S. District Court for the Middle District of Tennessee in Nashville. In the federal court filing, the plaintiffs argue the law is unconstitutional because it threatens voters, including primarily those who have no intent to cross over vote, with felony convictions based on nebulous standards that have no definition under state law and instead are defined by private political parties. Ash, a former U.S. ambassador to Poland, stated he was worried who gets to make the call on voters' affiliation, party affiliation. He's a longtime lifelong Republican, but sometimes writes critically of fellow party members in his Knox News columns. He wondered if that was enough to be used against him at the polls. This new law, I find it rather shocking because it allows someone other than me to decide if I'm a bona fide member of the Republican Party, Ash said. What is a bona fide Democrat or Republican? It's not defined. How does a citizen obey the law? I heard about the law and I thought this can't be true, he said. State Senator Mark Pody, a Republican from Lebanon, sponsored the legislation, which largely passed on a party line vote with a few Republicans in both chambers joining Democrats to vote against it. A separate effort to fully close the primary process and require full party registration failed to advance. This new law will have a chilling effect on Tennesseans exercising their right to vote and creates unnecessary confusion for voters, Debbie Gould, president of the League of Women Voters of Tennessee, said in a statement. The League of Women Voters will continue to fight to ensure that all voters are empowered at the ballot box and can feel confident in their right to vote. In an effort to alleviate traffic, Nashville International Airport announced on Wednesday that it would implement complimentary and reduced-rate short-term parking beginning December 1st. The rates will apply to Terminal Garage 1 and Terminal Garage 2, with 85 designated spots for short-term parking in Terminal Garage 1. Doug Krulin, president and CEO of BNA, said that they have listened to traffic concerns and are making improvements to eliminate congestion on the roadway. As we implemented a long-term parking strategy, we are also launching a new short-term parking initiative complementing our existing free cell phone lot on Murfreesboro Pike, he said in the release. According to the release, the new parking rates aim to eliminate the persistent circling of Terminal Drive, which leads to roadway congestion. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. 
Living with a worn joint can be painful and frustrating. Leave your joint pain in the past with a joint replacement procedure at Murray Regional Health. Our joint replacement program has been recognized in the top 10% of the nation for medical excellence and patient safety thanks to our highly skilled and experienced surgical staff who perform progressive procedures for the knees, hips, shoulders, elbows, and ankles. For more information, go to murrayregional.com slash joint replacement. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee today, and now our final story. Old St. Nick will be making his rounds in Columbia this weekend, inviting youngsters to pay him a visit, enjoy a meal, and share their must-have holiday wish list items. Wake up early with the big guy on Saturday for Breakfast with Santa at the Murray County Arts Guild, located at 705 Lion Parkway, which starts at 9.30 a.m. The event will also feature Christmas craft and holiday-themed games, as well as pictures with Santa. The event is free, but registrations are encouraged at www.ticketpeak.com. Santa will also be making an appearance at Amusem Children's Museum, located at 123 West 7th Street in Columbia, with multiple sessions starting at 10 a.m. Saturday and 1 p.m. on Sunday. Admission is $20 for members and $25 for non-members. To register, call 931 223 Six three three seven. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting, WKOM, WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting frontporchradiotn.com. I'll be back on Monday to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great weekend.